This hour is sponsored by Murphy's Auto Care. America's top talk shows with breaking news, traffic, and weather. W H I O. And I hope you're taking it easy out there. I'm Jan Murphy. Welcome to Auto Talk. I'm the uh, other partner of Dave and Jan. We <laughs> do Auto Talk each and every Saturday at noon. I'm glad that you're going to uh, be on today, and we're your hosts of Auto Talk every Saturday on Ask the Expert Weekend. We're the owners of Murphy's Auto Care in Beaver Creek and in Centerville. Murphy's Auto Care has been serving our community for over 27 years. I think uh, what what I love the most is doing the show with you each and every Saturday, honey. It's a lot of fun. Wow, that's really nice of you. I enjoy that. I would say the same thing to you, yeah. even if we weren't on the radio. Yeah, even you know if what we I mean? were on the radio. That's right. Um, sometimes we're on Facebook Live, not today, and, and sometimes that's nice because I, I get to use sign language a little bit. But, oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Welcome to the show. We have a lot in store. <laughs> we're here to serve you and your family's vehicle needs. Check us out at murphysautocare.com. You can call us today, 457-1290. We'd love to talk to you. And we have an amazing show, so buckle up. That's right. So we many are... things in the shop this week to talk about. Well, we, we have. And and as always, you know, our, our business is ever-changing, and I think that's one of the reasons we 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 love it so much. But I, I really want to go back, and I just want to say to everyone who's listening to us and thank them for that and for, for all the years of tuning in and following us here on Autotalk. But this show really is about helping all of you. And uh, we certainly learn as we all go here. So uh, we, we hope this is beneficial to you. We're going to do everything in our power to, get, to make it a great show, help you with what's timely right now for your car, your truck, whatever you're driving out there. And, and a lot of people have all of those. So Or whatever you're looking for. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So uh, we are hearing people that are starting to talk about replacing their vehicles. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's great. There and, are different um, options. We're um, certainly going to talk about that. Yep. But yeah, as you said, we've we've had a very, very busy week again yeah. in both of our locations. And by the way, we are located in Beaver Creek and we are located in Centerville. So I so. want to thank our team who worked tire, tirelessly this week and every week. Before we get into the shop, you know, our mm -hmm. team, we couldn't do it without them. We have a wonderful team in Beaver Creek and in Centerville, qualified ASE Master Certified Technicians and staff. Uh, our, our staff is a wonderful, wonderful team, whether it comes uh, through with the shuttle drivers that we have or the, the team on the front counter that uh, meet and greet you every day. So uh, give them a shout out when you go in or if you call. Uh, they're going to really treat you right, and uh, we do appreciate our team before we get into the shop this week. We want to thank them. Yes, we do. Wanna we want to say, you know, if you aren't certain about us, you can check us out at murphysautocare.com. You can uh, see all the folks you're going to meet when you get there, and uh, we will certainly welcome you into our, our business just like you're coming into our home. So so some of the things that we're going to talk about, uh, we had a Toyota RAV4 stalling this week, and I know you wanted to mention that because it might help some other people understand things. Well, I, th I think there's a couple of points, yeah, I wanted to make about it. This is a late model uh, RAV4. A lot of people drive Toyotas, and a lot of people drive RAV4s. Very nice car. It's only about five years old. Um, typical uh, family just traveling, you know, home and um, come to see folks and uh, went out for a quick short drive and the car, this car's only got 50 some thousand miles on it and uh, just, it just stalled randomly and it did it three times in a row within about a three or four minute period 
and then the car moved on normally. So they were, uh, you know, really perplexed by that. So uh, at any rate, they gave us a call, asked if they could get in. We got them in right away uh, to at least assess what's going on. Um, and, and it made me think as uh, I worked with our technician in the shop, this was in our Beaver Creek location, uh, you know, just watching his process. Because so many times, what would happen or could happen with this kind of a situation is perhaps someone goes to a parts store and they want to see if there's codes and they pull codes. That would have led the owner of this vehicle totally down the wrong road with what was going on with this. So I, I, what I wanted to share with people is, is just how important it is to have as you mentioned earlier, Jan, a highly skilled individual who can truly interpret what's going on based on what the customer or the owner of the vehicle has said the symptoms were, the timing of those symptoms, maybe how long that's lasted. Well, all symptoms aren't in the codes either. Well, true. And that's and that's exactly what we want to share yeah. with people is that um, this, this could have gone really bad because from the perspective of had this vehicle gone somewhere else specifically, like I'll say to a, like you would call it the dollar store for a quick check diagnostics because, you know, the car now is running okay. And by the way, it doesn't have a check engine light on, nor did it, which makes the, makes the mystery even that much more challenging for a lot of places to figure out. So at any rate, uh, the, the real issue was uh, a, a tube down underneath the vehicle, part of the canister purge or part of the evaporative emission system actually was severed and it had opened up. It allowed water to get in and cause something called a purge valve to fail. But a rather interesting, unique failure that certainly could have had 20 different endings and, and only one of them was a good one because this was really turned out to be a very, very minor repair, not very expensive, but it only could have been found properly with, with solid diagnostic process skills. And that's, you know, what I wanted to share with people that um, you get a check engine light on, but things seem to be working okay. It's really, really important. Don't, don't dismiss it as it's, it's Just, something simple. Yeah, got to clear the codes. It's not that simple. No. Another, another right. thing in the shop this week, I know both locations experienced some wheel bearing issues. Well, we, we do. That's right. And we're seeing more and more. And uh, my golly, again, you know, vehicles coming in, uh, people talking about noises. That's usually what tips people off. There's maybe a growling or grinding noise or just a howling noise you're hearing from your vehicle that you just didn't notice before. Is it possible that sometimes that only happens during a turn? Or it, can that happen it, going straight down the road? Can. Typically, it's going to be going straight down the road through most you know, maneuvers with the vehicle when they're really getting, getting bad. But sometimes you can help them sound off, get louder by putting the vehicle in a turn. That's one of the ways that we've learned over the years to just test it and see which side of the vehicle it's on. But with modern vehicles, the wheel bearings themselves now, they really show themselves really quickly or they'll set a light for the, uh, uh, for the uh, anti-lock brakes can set in some cases because the sensor is actually in the wheel bearing and the anti-lock brakes won't trigger properly. So it sets a code, again, back to the original point, that could send someone down the wrong path. Um, so, uh, yeah, wheel bearings. And, you know, I think uh, a lot of these people ask us, gosh, what caused wheel bearings? And, and in one case, this one vehicle had had several wheel bearings replaced on the same point of the vehicle and very recently. And so there's really only two things that cause that. And we were able to point that out. And that is either the vehicle is being used abusively or hitting a lot of potholes or curbs, which cause side impact to the bearings, or the bearings are just poor quality to start with. 
Well, I mean, that I think that's very interesting. Not everybody realizes that. And I know you and I had the opportunity to be in both locations uh, all week. And so another thing that we saw in both locations in Beaver Creek and in Centerville are some ground strap issues. Yeah, well, we live in the Rust Belt, so that's what happens. So Pretty corrosion common. attacks you know, all types of electrical connectors. So what are ground straps? So ground straps are large pieces of electrical, typically wire. In many cases, they're made of stainless steel. They're made of copper. Uh, and they're flexible, and they attach major components, like a transmission or the engine, to the body to allow for a proper ground path for like electrons a, to like return to the battery. Like a lightning rod. Kind of. That's correct. It can be. But when they're, when they're major ground straps in size, and I'm talking about very large ones, that are actually either corroded or broken or damaged, or worse yet, what happens is people have major repairs done on vehicles like an engine replacement or transmission, and whoever's replacing the component doesn't understand why they need ground straps, and they so don't reconnect no, them. So there's no lightning rod on the car. <laughs> so they don't reconnect them. That's right. So we see that all the time. And usually, you know, when we when we quiz the owner of the vehicle, you can ask them, hey, uh, tell me about the electrical gremlins you think you have on your car. Because uh, ground straps that are not properly connected cause tremendous problems uh, just with things that used to work and don't work properly now. Well, and that, that makes me uh, want to yep. ask you some questions about <laughs> CAN bus that lost its mind this week. Well, you know what? Explain so, what that means. I please. will. So CAN is an acronym for controller area network. And, and CAN's controller area networks are common in all types of computer systems, whether they're in your network in your office or a network in your business. Um, but vehicles also have controller area networks and they operate on a bus. So what can happen is many of the modules, we talk about how many computers, right, are on modern vehicles anymore. And, and the modern vehicle typically has about 70 computers on it also called nodes or modules. And those computers, when they fail internally or when we find a massive ground strap that's feeding the ground supply circuit for these modules is severed or broken, boy, do we get some wiggy problems on cars. Well, not just like, that, but... It, won't, they won't open. They won't from, start. From what you're saying, it sounds like cars are a lot more complicated than the average driver may know. Now, for people who are into their cars and understand this a little bit, that's great. They know the questions to ask. But there's a lot of people out there that don't know the questions to ask when they, they take their car in for service. And so that's one of the reasons we do the show every Saturday is to help people learn what questions to ask when you take your car in. You may not remember all the details that Dave's talking about or all the uh, acronyms that he uses, and believe me, he uses many. Um, I'm, I try <laughs> to get him to say what that means so that I can understand it more. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to be in the automotive industry for about 27 years now, and, and you know, I pick up little things over the years. I don't fix cars, but I try to understand how they work. And if you can try to understand how they work, your car is going to be able to stay on the road and you're going to be able to ask the right questions when you go in for service at your service provider. I think uh, that's important. I really what you're saying know, is have some general knowledge. General knowledge to know what questions to ask so that you have a better understanding. Now, not everybody uses digital inspections like we do. We've been using digital inspections for, gosh, how many years now? 
oh, we're, I think over seven years, yeah. at least seven I mean, years. It's, it's so telling to be able to get pictures of your car and how it's working and what's what's good, bad, and great. Uh, you can have the pictures of that. We can email them to you if you're working from home or busy out, out doing stuff. Uh, we want to make it convenient for you so that you can understand what's going on with your car. So we send pictures to you, detailed inspection. We do inspection on every car and that's a courtesy, uh, but the digital vehicle inspection goes a long, long way to help people understand their car. Well, so I mean, when you go into your service provider, ask them if they have digital photos and di digital inspections that they can share with you uh, so that you can have a better if they understanding. Don't, you might ask them why not, you know, yeah. or, or look for someone that does. But, you know, to your point, you're making a great point there, Jan, just about in all of these situations we just talked about, the RAV4 stalling or the wheel bearings and ground straps, all of these um, situations, our technicians we're able to share that with the owner of the vehicle. As in the instance of the RAV4, we were able to take the photograph of, of the uh, severed uh, vet tube, uh, the uh, wheel bearings. We do videos with our digital inspection so we can visually, you can see that. It's a real, I guess what I would say, it's a show and tell of what's really going on with the owner's vehicle. So um, it, it's a tremendous tool to have. It's, I, I gotta say, it gives most customers tremendous peace of mind when they see that, whether they're, you know, in our shop and we're showing it to them at the front counter on one of our large monitors, or whether they're seeing it on their telephone or on their phone, I should say, or whatever device they have, maybe their office computer. But you make such a great, great point about that, about the digital inspection that needs to take place. And um, at any rate, we're going to talk more about that. Yeah, and we'll come back from more. a break. We'll we have a whole lot more to go. And Stay we're live, tuned, so and thanks we'll be right for back. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And welcome back to Auto Talk. You're listening to Dave and Jan every Saturday at noon. We have a lot in store today. We've been talking about all kinds of things to watch out for on your automotive vehicle or uh, any type of Anything vehicle. Anything you drive, that's right. Anything that's you drive. drive. We've got a lot more to talk about. And uh, before I get into that, I'd like to save, uh, or I'd like to know, <laughs> I'd like to. You'd like to what? I'd like to talk about how you can save $10 on your oil change. And that's bring a food donation to support the Children's Food Bank's Feed the Creek in Beaver Creek and Food to Go in Centerville. Uh, our, our company is uh, offering this to opportunities to the customers to come in, bring a food item that's on the list. You can see murphysautocare.com for a complete food list and schedule. This helps feed the children after school and on the weekends, and it's just really a great thing to do. Right. It's the Weekend Food Bank, and I'm really, really happy that we, and most of all, our customers are supporting us in this effort. So uh, we've had tremendous response so far. We want to thank those people that have come in and uh, dropped off different types of uh, food donations, whether it was in the Beaver Creek or Centerville location. Um, but, uh, you know, this we're going to do this until the uh, end of about another 30 days or so, the end of the year. So we really encourage you. Uh, two things to do. If you, if you want to get your car service, you want to save a few bucks, like Jan said, we'll take $10 off an oil change service. Just bring in any of the food donations that we have listed on our website. Just go to murphysautocare.com and you can see the complete food list 
uh, that that these uh, both of these fundraising organizations are in need of. It's actually a really short list. So uh, anything you can do to help, we appreciate it. But it truly, truly helps a lot of children in, in our communities around the Miami Valley. So we want to say thanks. Yes. And uh, if you want to schedule a digital pre-purchase inspection, um, it's, it's a good idea if you're thinking about buying a car. We've had a few of those this week as well. Always These do. do need to be scheduled in. It's not something that we can do on the fly. So give us a call or go online and request an appointment when you're going to be able to pick up a car and get it in for an inspection. We do recommend that you have it inspected before you buy it. That way you know what you're getting into. You know the maintenance that's either already been performed or could be lacking uh, before you make a major purchase like that. So it's really important to do so. You know, I, th I thought of an interesting analogy. So if you bought a house, right, you would have it inspected, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'm sure you would, right? The bank, the bank or the when lender would require When you go to the require... doctor, they're going to take your vitals. They're going to take a look at everything. Even if you're going in for poison ivy, they're going to take a look at everything and, uh, you know, just check everything out and get a baseline. Right. Well, you, you know, you just want to kind of consider the two. Uh, your car or your truck that you're considering purchasing and spending a lot of money on is certainly just as important. And by the way, you know, uh, your house will never run into you or hit you or let you down like that. So you want to get that inspection on that car. You don't want to be surprised. And uh, when you get a digital inspection like we perform, it is a very, very deep dive into that vehicle. So, uh, hey, the, everything, we're going to open all the boxes. We're going to tell you all about the good, the bad, the ugly. But you'd rather know that, I would hope. Most you'd people, rather, everybody tells you'd us you'd rather that. know that up front. And again, we can answer a lot of your questions. Car values are at historic highs, so don't get stung buying a car uh, or trading up. You know, buying buying a, a little nicer car than you have, only to find out it needs just as much work as the car you were Boy, hopefully going to sell. That's so, the truth. You know, it's been funny. A lot of people have come in and had us inspect a car or two for them, and they've come to the conclusion that you what you just said the vehicle they already have that they're thinking about is really in as good a shape or better. They're already familiar with it. So to your point about, Jan, about values being so high right now, it, there's also no better time than now to just repair your car. Well, or maintenance. Let's talk about maintenance versus repair. Because uh, if you've maintained your car, it's going to bring more value if you are going to trade up or or sell it and buy something a little newer. Uh, regularly performed maintenance will save you money in the long run, but if you bring a car in for that pre-purchase inspection, we're going to be able to tell you what maintenance and uh, what repairs, quite honestly, have maybe been already performed. That's right. We, we do have a very unique arrangement and partnership uh, with actually with Carfax. And uh, because we do, uh, we have been able to tell, oh gosh, countless uh, car owners exactly what was actually done or at least what was not performed mm -hmm. on vehicles uh, that they're considering purchasing and when you know when you weigh that information like what you can tell has not been serviced with what you physically see as a technician and you can see there's no crystal ball here folks we, we've got to look at what we see um, be predictive as we can and then look back at history and once we see what's missing in those holes it's a whole lot easier to help people formulate a really logical plan on maintaining that car um, because everybody's got to have a vehicle and most Americans have about three of them so uh, it, it can be a major expense when you're sure. not prepared so sure well let's take a quick minute and talk about rotating electrical 
Sure. What do you think rotating electrical is? I don't know what that means. Is? Just go right into it. All right. Well, that's one of those terms that comes from our business and our industry. Your again. terms. It's one of your terms. Yeah, it's right out of the out of the parts business. But we all call them starters and alternators and uh, or uh, generators. And a lot of people, you know, you have to get an alternator replaced or whatever it is on a car. And it is so, so important. And this is an interesting statistic that I, that I find very interesting is, is that the manufacturers of these components and parts, they have the highest alleged defect rate of any other parts on vehicles. And the reason for that is, is because so many alternators and so many starters are misdiagnosed. They're not necessarily in need of replacement or there's other factors that come into play. So, you know, we talked about the ground strap earlier on the program today. Um, ground straps that are, that are faulty can, can make a starter appear symptomatically to, to be bad. And so if there's not proper testing performed and that ground strap determined or found out, a lot of starters get replaced on vehicles. Um, another great example of, of a starter being replaced multiple times, and we've seen this on a customer's car recently, uh, was uh, actually totally unrelated to the starter. It was a bad crankshaft position sensor, uh, which was causing the vehicle, when it would crank, to actually damage the starter. Uh, so uh, at any rate, it was breaking starters. This customer continued to have to buy new starters repeatedly. And uh, once we finally got a look at it for him, he brought it to us after he had realized this is just not making sense. Um, we were able to diagnose that the crank sensor was bad and put one starter on it and be done. But um, it's just those types of things and rotating electrical, we'll call it what it really is, a, a starter or an alternator. Um, unfortunately, at the parts stores, if you were able to walk into the back of a parts store, you would find a mound of alternators and starters that are either allegedly defective or may, some of them are cores. And uh, the, real, the real root cause is improper diagnosis and an improper understanding of how electrical systems work on vehicles. So again, it kind of takes it back to you need to get it into the hands of a professional and it'll save you money in the long run. Folks, we're going to run to a quick break. We'll be right back here. We sure are glad you're tuning into us here on Auto Talk. Be right back. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And welcome back to Auto Talk. I'm Jan Murphy along with my husband Dave. We're doing Auto Talk each and every Saturday at noon. We appreciate you tuning in to the show and uh, we like to hear from you. We also like to answer your email questions anytime. You can email Dave at murphysautocare.com. That's Dave at murphysautocare.com. We also want to take just a minute and thank our sponsors today. Murphy's Auto Care proudly brings you Auto Talk each and every Saturday, along with BG Products. Dependability and peace of mind, we use BG Products each and every day at both locations in Beaver Creek and Centerville. Uh, BG Products offer extended warranties when you have your, your uh, cars serviced on regularly serviced intervals. Also, KOI Auto Parts. KOI has several locations here in town. They are the professional's choice, and they help us back up our three-year, 36,000-mile warranty. So thank you, KOI Auto Parts. Meanwhile, we're going to jump back into um, just some, some of these rotating electrical things. Are they really bad, or are they misdiagnosed? 
one of the things that you need to ask your service provider are lots and lots of questions. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. So a better explanation of when you're talking to your service provider uh, is to, to give them all the, the symptoms, whether, you know, the vehicle cranks. When we say cranks, is the engine turning over? Do you hear it actually doing that or are you just hearing click? So anyways, these are all kinds of the points you want to talk about. If you'd like to chat with us about that, to learn more about it, just give us a call. Murphy's Auto Care, certainly, or just go online and send us a message. You know, one of the things that uh, we do like to get and we do get a lot of is emails to us. And that's Dave at Murphy'sAutoCare.com. You can reach me there with any questions you might have on any things we discuss here on the show or some of the things we may not, we may, uh, may not cover all the time. So, but at any rate, welcome back. I'm glad you're here with us this afternoon. We are live, so uh, if you'd like to call us today, give us a shout. We're taking calls, but we've also got a ton of things here we wanted to talk about. And, you know, we were talking earlier just, Jan, about the time of year. And last, last week, I know we talked about tires and how important they are. And uh, we, we, of course, sell tires in both of our locations. We mount and install. We use the latest Hunter engineering technology, and our technicians are all highly skilled, of course. But one of the things that you want to think about is whether you buy tires from us or wherever you do, there's always that option to purchase something called tire protection or road hazard protection with tires. And it's really, really valuable. And, you know, it's one of those things that I know people turn down because they think, oh, I don't need that. You know, like how many times do we buy a piece of electronic equipment and we get offered a warranty, right? Everybody gets offered a warranty well, at the and, checkout. And then let's talk about our daughter Sarah's tire protection. She actually was smart enough to buy some tire protection uh, because of where she drives and, and road conditions and construction and all kinds of things that she drives by or near to. And um, she bought some road protection, and it's really come in handy for her because the last time That's she right. had something, it was actually through her sidewall, and um, the tire was ruined. Just right. just a nail in the sidewall can ruin a tire. Well, uh, well, that is what ruins tires. You know, we, we recently had a customer that, that purchased a tire, purchased four tires, and uh, called us when he got home, and he said, hey, my tire pressure monitoring light is on. And to your point, he drove from our house about 20 miles to his home, and he picked up a nail it went right through the side of the tire. The tire was not repairable. So it's just, that happens. And we see it because we see so many thousands of vehicles all year long. We see it at a very high rate, which, you know, you might think, oh, that'll never happen to me. Well, folks, I just can't stress enough to you how easy it does happen. There is so much just stuff laying on the road anymore. Um, I had, we had to all laugh the other day. We were well, in Centerville and a, and a great big Christmas tree ornament the size of a basketball fell off of somebody's pickup truck and it was made of glass. Shattered. Somebody hit it and it shattered. Um, well, and, and there is, there's an issue with peace of mind. Um, if you're not in a position to get a new tire or you just don't want to deal with it, it's a very small price to pay. Tire protection is only a percentage of the cost of the tire. That's right. So it's really like an insurance policy. So if you're interested in tire protection, we would love to tell you more about that, and we do offer it to anybody who is interested. That's right. We so, want to present that when we're, you know, when when we're presenting somebody with new tires, it's always an option that we want to give because it's your choice, it's your decision. Yeah, it's a small price to pay for a little peace of mind, and I can't tell you how many times people 
fortunately that we've talked to take advantage of it. So, so that's why it's important. But uh, give us a call if you want to talk more about it uh, anytime during the week or give us, like, like I said earlier, a quick, quick email and we can chat about that. And you know, another good value this time of year is Mike's Car Wash. We want to thank them for their sponsorship. Uh, hol holiday books are on sale now at all locations and you can go online also to mikescarwash.com. You can buy four washes and get three free if you order online. Be sure and go online now, mikescarwash.com. They make great stocking stuffers. You'll still get them in time for Christmas, and uh, it's just easy, convenient, and it makes a wonderful gift to give. So keep that in mind in the gift-giving season, mikescarwash.com. And don't forget, every Wednesday's Ultimate Wednesday at Murphy's Auto Care. If you go online now and schedule an appointment or request for Wednesday, you're gonna get the Ultimate Wash Certificate so that you can get that excellent wash. Mike's Car Wash is open 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. I mean, there's, there's just no time you can't go get your car washed if you're out and about. So please consider going online now and getting some books uh, for your, they make great gifts, or you can even put them in the cards. Thank you, Mike's Car Wash. We sincerely appreciate you sponsoring us, Auto Talk, each and every Saturday. So, all right. So, we still had a ton of things here on on our thought list to at least chat about. Uh, <clears throat> we've got. Uh, at any rate, you know, I've, you ever had a hard time seeing at night when you turn the lights on? Have you ever noticed a vehicle coming at you that the lights just seem to be so dim dull. or blurred, maybe dull? Well. There is a fix for that, and that's something that we do on a regular basis. It's called a headlight lens restoration process, and it's quite uh, it's quite useful, and it is very helpful, and it beats the heck out of buying all new headlight lenses. So, just real quickly about that, I know we've we've done that on, of course, some of our company vehicles. We we do it regularly for a lot of our customers' vehicles, but it's a process. It takes uh, one of our service technicians about oh 45 minutes and they can completely remove all of that fading and hazing on your headlight lenses and by gosh you're going to be able to see so much clearer i mean so much clearer when you're out at night and by and if you replace the headlights as well the bulbs and you can actually go to a high intensity bulb it's just like you know having brand new headlights and man you're going to be able to see so much clearer so it's something to consider and you know Almost any automotive repair provider does this for customers. You don't have to go to a body shop. We get that call frequently from people. They're like, hey, I just can't see or whatever's going on. And, uh, you, you know, they, they think they need to take it into a collision or body shop to get that done, and they don't. So uh, just check with your automotive service provider. Most of them, I know we do, like I said, do headlamp lens restoration. And uh, it's certainly one of those things that when we're doing a vehicle inspection on every vehicle, we take a photograph of that so that you can see what we're seeing. And uh, we'll certainly recommend it to folks. Uh, it's, it's always, you know, in some cases, it's actually a, a real safety hazard. Uh, because the lights are just so dim and unfortunately we all get used to things it's kind of like shocks and struts that are bad on your vehicle you get used to a ride that's changed until it gets unsafe all of a sudden same thing with the headlights you know you you just don't realize your visibility is diminishing over time because the lens is fading so Gosh, get them in, get them done, and uh, it, it's a fairly inexpensive service, usually $100 to $150, and it's just like night and day, folks. Just can't tell you the difference it can bring to you. 
I know we've had it done on our cars as well, and it does make a difference. Yeah. I've, I mean, I even notice. I don't always pay attention to everything, but I even notice that too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we, we do have a caller, uh, Dan, if, uh, if we can get him on the line here. Hello, Dan, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, Dan, welcome Hi. to Auto Talk. Hope you're having a great day. Yeah. Can we How do- can we help you? Well, I know you've talked about cold weather tire pressure, and I just experienced the issue of uh, I filled my tires in Ohio uh, a week and a half ago, and then I drove south. And <laughs> I hit my, my tires are normally 36, uh, you know, higher inflation pressure is 36. How high is too high when you're driving and things have warmed up? Well, this is, this is a great question because most people are always concerned about the tire pressure being low. So, um, and tire pressure monitoring systems, which I'm assuming you have on your vehicle, correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So most of those systems are set to trigger whenever they see the tire pressure either decrease or increase 15%. So if you just do the math on it quickly, 10% of 36 would be 3.6 pounds. So roughly by the time it sees either a 6% six pound deviation up or down is going to set the light. Um, in the case of too high, now you start to have premature wear on the tires as well. And you don't have the same traction pad on the ground as you would when they're set normally. But what have you experienced? Anything? I mean, have you checked them? Are they up to maybe 40? I got I hit 40. Okay. And, and I, is that really while you're driving? I didn't go all the way down to Florida. So I, I was just thinking if I went further south and the temperature was higher, you know, at what point do you start letting air out? <laughs> yeah, well, when, when you get to that five pounds, our rule of thumb is if they're over more than five or six pounds maximum above the pressure, you got to also take into consideration, are you checking them cold or are you checking them while you're driving and reading what the dash output is on on your, you know, on your uh, TPMS uh, printout? Yeah, or, I was looking at the dash output, but I filled yeah. them, you know, when they were cold. And it was cold out here in, in Ohio. Right. And I just think if I went down to Florida, further down where it was you know, 20 degrees warmer even than where I was, I would have been at 42 maybe. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, you, you can figure uh, about a 10 per 10, what does I say? For every 10 degrees, about a pound of pressure drop typically. Uh, or you could get that in increase also. So I, I think you're going to be okay. Just remember to check them when they're cold. And of course, tire manufacturers factor that in. They always tell you cold tire pressure because they know they're going to increase as they heat up or they're going to decrease uh, as they go. But uh, a great question. I didn't know how high was too high. <laughs> yeah. yeah well. <laughs> Very good question. And, and that's going to help a lot of other people too. So we, yeah. we love getting the good questions. Well, wherever you are, hopefully you're warm. So I stay hope you're safe warm out there. And stay safe. I, I'm back in Ohio now. <laughs> so oh, okay. Uh, oh, well. too bad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a nice weekend, and yeah, keep an eye on those tire pressures because we'll have more cold cold air coming along, I'm sure. Have a great weekend, Dan. Thanks a lot for your call. We appreciate it. Goodbye. Yeah, uh, bye-bye. thank you. Very good point. Very How many times point. do we talk about that? Boy, yeah, a lot. Of, yeah. We do get a lot of calls about tire pressure because people, um, more and more people have, well, some people have ignored their tire pressure monitoring system for years <laughs> and, and now they're discovering they can't ignore it forever no, because right. maybe they have a light on. And, and I know one of the things we always talk about is when you have one light on, it's only a matter of time before the others come on. So uh, replacing those tire pressure monitor 
uh, sensors can be very expensive. And people don't like to put money into their car, especially if they just bought tires or, or whatever. But there's there's always more to it. And well, we want you to be informed bef before uh, beforehand so you know what to look out for and so that you say you stay safe if you're on the road traveling for holidays or vacation or you know you just don't want to be inconvenienced in the super cold or sleet or rain weather uh, make sure those are going on really well well they're they're there for a reason they're part of a safety system they yeah. are a safety system on a vehicle because uh you know tires that uh, are not being monitored cause accidents yeah they it, do. It, co it costs money it causes accidents and it's you know could be a big big deal so at any rate thanks again Dan we appreciate appreciate that call we real quick we also want to say big big thank you to the Goodwill Auto Auction and Goodwill Easter Seals Miami Valley here you know this uh, is the time of year everybody's talking to you about you know what's going on but you know maybe you're really really busy with your vehicles or you're like we said earlier in the show today you're considering upgrading getting a new vehicle or or maybe you have an extra vehicle and you don't want to keep that up so you pay your the vehicle, insurance yeah uh, with the goodwill auto auction and goodwill easter seals miami valley your vehicle donation can support up to 40 different programs helping over 20,000 people in the miami valley all the proceeds stay right here they have many many programs going on you can call 228 auto or go to GoodwillDaytonAuto.com. That is GoodwillDaytonAuto.com to donate. You can also uh, purchase a car at That's the right. Goodwill Auto Auction. They have online auctions available. You can peek at your convenience. It doesn't have to be a certain day because I know you're going to be listening to the show on Saturdays. So because um, that's what everybody does. Yeah, that's what everybody does, that's right? right? But uh, <laughs> be sure and give GoodwillDaytonAuto.com a look. See what they have coming up on auction. Or if you're not interested in that, please help donate. And uh, you know it's it. it it's just really a great thing. That's right. Donate. We, we appreciate their sponsorship. Gosh, I'm thinking about donating my neighbor's car. I wonder yeah. if they'd notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks so much again to Goodwill. <laughs> we appreciate that. All right. We uh, always are having fun here on Auto Talk. Something I'm thinking about here as we're just chatting, going through through the show today, Jan, is that Auto Talk, uh, you know, has kind of has to have had to evolve also oh, the sure. program has just like the automobile industry or the automotive industry has and you know auto talk in the beginning uh, because it's it's got a very long history really years was, it's been on for years oh yeah we're, we're going to do a show about that i'm going to i'm going to get all the history together and we're gonna talk a little bit about that because there's a lot of been a lot of great hosts of the show but uh I think the point, I think the thing that's changed the most is that as the vehicle has evolved, when Auto Talk started, everybody was out in their driveways on Saturday afternoon with the hoods up and they were working on the car. Tinkering, and they needed some help. And they could do it themselves. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, literally, we were just, just after the point of when we had points and condensers in cars is when Auto Talk started. But now, Auto Talk is about helping you, the owners, the listeners of vehicles, know how to get to someone to fix it sure get we're, to the we're, right you know people. we're, know we're how not to... here although i'm capable of we're not here to fix your car we're here to help you keep your car maintained and, and we can't have all the answers on the show but we can help you find the answers so right, uh, right. i think that's good. the number one thing we're going to go to a quick break we will be right back there's more in store on auto talk we'll be right back it's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And welcome back to Auto Talk. You're listening to Dave and Jan every Saturday at noon. Uh, we're here to help you, and I think we're going to jump right to the phone. We've got another caller on the line. Looks like Joe. Hey, Joe, you there Joe, with us? Joe, are you there with us? I am. Welcome hey, to Auto Talk, Joe. thanks for calling, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, good morning. Uh, well, I got a good one for you. <laughs> okay. We've changed, we had a two thousand. We have a two thousand five Dodge Caravan that had a rod knocking in it, so we changed. But it ran, you know, not so good, but it ran. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we changed the engine from a two thousand and one Dodge Caravan that ran. We've seen the vehicle run. We swapped them out. Get it all done. Nothing. It won't. It won't do nothing. The security light flashes, but no, no crank, no fuel pump, nothing. Okay. So we take the fuse box that come out of the 2001, put it in the 2005. Now it cranks, but no security light flashing, but we have no fuel pump or nothing like that. Right. <clears throat> okay. So in, in a four-year period of time, and, and here again, I don't have any data in front of me, Joe, but um, most likely it's got a very different uh, uh, PCM or module in it from one year to the well, other. We just changed that. We just changed the engine. Yeah, I realize that, but that module is from the new engine, newer vehicle, or, or the older one. They're not the same. So they're not going to necessarily recognize the starting circuit, the ignition circuit, the fuel circuit. Um, those circuits are different. So, um, now, and I use the entire wiring harness. Okay. Every everything for the 2005. There's nothing left of the 2001 except the bare engine. Okay. Well, my friend, I would love to. I would love to shed some light on this with you, but this is a this is is a challenge. Like you said, I got a good one for you. So you know, because typically when we change an engine in our shop, everything is original. To, for the year it sticks with the year we don't swap yeah, from complete, year to year complete now thing. can you change just the engine block in some case in some cases sure the block is still the same in the same generation you know, as they move into other ones but when we've now changed even though you got a, a harness and i'm assuming it all plugged in properly the the yeah, processor the end okay engine, everything everything was the same it's just a different engine Okay. Well, unfortunately, I'm running out of time here. I'm not going to be able to help you with that. But if, if you want to call us at the shop, I'm happy to chat with you on Monday. Uh, give you a little more time then. Just give me a call in the Beaver Creek shop. I'll be there, okay? All right, buddy. Thank hey, you. Hey, have Thank a good you. weekend. Have a good weekend. <laughs> That's a tough one. We appreciate that. A lot of changes can really cause yeah, a problem like it that. Sounds, that sounds like a, a, a lot of different things going on. Yeah. And it's just going to be a, a line by line by line verification. Got to go back and start with the basics. Right, you know? Do right. we have fuel? Do we have fuel control? Do we have ignition? Uh, if the engine cranks now, that's good news. But there's still a whole lot of things, a lot of circuits that could be different. And obviously it's not, you know, who knows? Who knows at this point? Yeah. <laughs> Crystal ball's just not tuned up yet. Yeah. Well, I, uh, we have another call, Russell. Uh, he he has a diagno diagnostic question, I believe. Russell, are you there with us? Got a quick one here, Russell. Yeah, yes, I am. Um, I live in Lima, Ohio, and I've got a 2006 Chrysler Town & Country van, 3.8 liter. 
And every time it seems to get warmed up, I hear this sound. I don't know if it's a power steering pump, if it's the bearings over on the uh, water pump, but it's been doing it for about three months, and nobody seems to be able to diagnose. How feasible can I bring it down to date and have you guys look at it? Oh, we'd be happy to. If you're willing to bring it down, I'd like for you to leave it overnight so we can start it. Sounds like you said when it first starts up is when you hear the noise, right? No, it's actually when it's, uh, we just took it to Indianapolis, come back to Lima, and uh, it did it over in Decatur, and then it goes away, and then it comes back. Not all. It's like the power steering pump or something's whining over there, it's like a bearing, but it don't do it all. When it gets warm is when it does it. Oh, okay, so when, it is when it warms up. Yeah, absolutely. We can certainly get to the bottom of whatever is, is rotating and ha- is failing, causing that noise, but we would need a little time with it, just like any place you, you take it. You know, it's not a drop it in and leave it for 15, 20 minutes. So if you're available to do that, and I realize Lima's, you know, about 40 miles south, just bring it down and um, or bring it down. and well, Give uh, we'll, us a call. Yeah, give us a call. Or but go we'll, online and schedule Thank so you. that we know that you're coming and we can give it the time that it's due. Or we can, and you know, while you're there, if you don't want to spend the whole time, if you can leave it with us at least half the day, we'll get it in and we'll take a look at it. I can tell you right now, uh, we are scheduling for Wednesday and Thursday this week. So just give us a call, come online, w at murphysautocare.com and, and we'll get you in. We'd appreciate that. All right, I would give you a call because I can't seem to get it diagnosed right here. And it's very frustrating, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And well, you're, I'm well, sure thank you're concerned. You. Thank you for fail. the call. And uh, we'll certainly do our best to get to the bottom of it and give you, give you some answers. Russell, so, have, have a good day with that. Yeah, and, thank you um, very but, much. But get a hold of us shortly and we'll get it fixed for you, okay? Appreciate it. So thanks, uh, either thanks, way, thanks. you can get a hold of us, murphysautocare.com. You can go online and request an appointment, and we will get right back to you, as well as you can give us a call at either location. That information is also online. So uh, just Google us, Murphy's Auto Care, murphysautocare.com, in Centerville, Ohio, and in Beaver Creek, Ohio. We've been in Beaver Creek 28 years and um, right. and been in Centerville for several months. We we purchased an existing family business there that's been there 50 years. So we we've so, got the equipment, the facilities, and the master certified technicians to help. So uh, we, we really appreciate that. No matter what is wrong with your vehicle. No matter what. We can take care of it. We're going to try we'll to help you. get straight answers, and um, we'll figure out a plan with you that suits you and your budget to get your vehicles back on the road safely. Yep. Well maintained. Well, and even and saving you money. Even you are an ASE Master Certified Technician, so you've kept up your certifications. We're going to be back next Saturday at have a twelve great o'clock. Weekend. Everybody have a great weekend and stay safe out there. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. Twelve ninety and ninety five seven WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.